Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome back to Girl, Water Your Grass. We are talking today about being not so self-focused, but being other focused Mm -hmm. and asking, am I really seeing you? Yeah. It's such an interesting conversation. We decided to talk about this today because we we were having this conversation about how often the tendency is to, um, to really kind of project, uh, on others, what we ourselves, you know, see, like, we'll think actually we, we were laughing at some funny stories um, this morning and, you know, MK has a birthday coming up, which we're super excited about. This will be rolling out. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody wish MK happy birthday on Friday. I, you know, like people are like, how old are you? I'm 41. I don't know why people are um, shy about getting older. I just feel like it's, it's a privilege to age. Mm-hmm. And while we as a culture want to stay looking like we're 20 and, you know, all those things. And I think life just gets more beautiful and you hopefully are growing and changing throughout life. So I'm not ashamed of my age. I'm proud of it. I'm happy. It's a privileged <laughs> age. And hopefully it always reminds me of, um, I was at a dry, I was traveling somewhere and I was stopping for gas and it's kind of late at night. And there was this older lady and she was like, kind of, she was all wrinkly and cute as can be. And she was having a hard time at the gas pump. So I went over and I was like, Hey, I was like, can I help you with that? Of course like, you did. Oh, You're an great. <laughs> and we started talking and and she was like 81 and she was going to go visit. She was visiting. I don't know if it was a friend or family member or what, but she was on her way to visit someone. And, um, and we just started talking and she's like, Oh yeah. She's like, I just get up and go. She's like, it's great. She's like, you see these wrinkles. She's like, I have worked for everyone. Them. She did. She, she was all that. She, she was like, everyone of these wrinkles are earned. Everyone of those have been worked for. She's like, you know, and she's like, I don't know why people think, you know, once you get older that you can't do this or can't, I mean, she was hilarious but she's not willing for having good health but you know totally. it's like you resist mm-hmm. this is totally off the subject yeah. of what we're talking about today but <laughs> totally this it's all good we resist aging like think about how much time and money people spend yeah. on skincare and botox and fitness and nips and tucks and all the things and yeah. it's like gosh you're not supposed to look 25 when you're 45 mm-hmm. and so just to embrace like try to be the best you can be absolutely that's what we stand yeah. for here but you know what's so interesting with that too it's interesting because it's it's there's a lot of other countries where actually getting old is very much revered mm-hmm. and there's like a great respect for it and so it's fascinating to me like you go to some of the um, like in you know, Jamaica or Haiti or some of these other countries it's it's interesting because there is more of like a reverence for those who are older and there's like, a res- there's like a deep respect and like admiration even. 
Well, there should water. be. I mean, yeah. give them with age. And I, wow. I remember at 25 asking my dad, like, why am I not a manager with this Portuguese economy? <laughs> like, uh, you know, and he just laughed at me and said, babe, there's no substitute for life experience. And it's true. Oh, it's so true. It is it true. Is so you true. don't know what you don't know, but the older you get, I think the more you realize. The more you know that you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> and you don't know anything. Like you actually are starting okay. to have a little wisdom and you just have been humbled enough probably <laughs> If not, just wait, it's coming that you realize yeah. really don't know and you don't have the answers for other people. It's but so true. But anyway, uh, the reason the reason we yeah. brought up MK's birthday, okay, was so we were we were laughing at some funny stories. And one of those was just, you know, it's funny how, you know, she, one, of, one of our girlfriends who's lovely, but she always loves to do stuff for MK's birthday that she loves to do, you know, which is more like MK would probably go more like, let me go out for a run and, you know, let's get a smoothie and, you know, just some other other kind of things and she does love to get dot up let's be honest every once in a while just um, not that but often but not very often but i have to blow your just, my hair more than once a week it so is someone else someone else needs to do it for you so <laughs> so all that to say we were laughing at how often we there is a tendency right to we we end up kind of thinking about ourselves first right? Oh, it's in every area of our life. Oh, it right? is. It is. And it's not just that right there. And there is a primal instinct towards that, right? Towards self-preservation that every, everything in our body is built towards self-preservation in some capacity, our brains, our bodies, you know, um, when we're not even seeing that, that tendency towards that, we're not even saying that it's a bad thing, but being aware, mm-hmm. oh wait, that the natural tendency is to think about ourselves first, right? So be aware of that because you can't change what you don't know. Yeah. And I think we do it in, in every year of our life, just like, where are we going to go to eat? We think about like, I never pull into McDonald's because I hate McDonald's, you know? And it's um, <laughs> I'm like, my kids are learning to eat salads, which to me is a good thing for them, but yeah. because that's what I want to eat. It, you know, just the natural things of we go where we want. And like, if we're going out to dinner on a date where we think about ourselves first. And so we just thought it'd be fun to talk today about that natural tendency to think about ourselves first and how God gives, gives, us, gifts us this journey of life to really come out of ourselves. And we were just talking about the natural progression of not everyone, but most people's path in life yes. is built in the ability to die to self, not mm-hmm. in order to be a martyr, but in order to become selfless and to put others first. And I have this yeah. strong belief that you're only as happy as, as much as you give. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're not giving and you're so self-focused that you'll never actually have true joy and happiness. Yeah. Because we can't be truly joyful and happy when we are self-focused. Yeah. It's so it's interesting. Progression of life. Yeah, it really is. And it's, it's interesting too, when people realize the joy in serving, you know, the joy in giving the, the joy in thinking of others and not doing something like, I don't like to cook. So I don't want to go cook meals for other people. I love to sit and chat and like talk to people about their problems. Like we all have different desires Mm -hmm. to fill us. Mm -hmm. So you can serve in a way that also brings joy to you. You don't have to be. Totally. And you know, what's, what's something actually I've been thinking about that sort of, um, it's just been kind of an interesting thing in prayer is, am I, am I loving others how they want to be loved? Or am I loving them how I want to love them? And then Mm -hmm. I was thinking about that, even like with, with, with God, right. Am I, am I loving him the way that he's asking you to love him or the way that I want to love him? Right. Because sometimes we're invited to step into challenging spaces right out of love 
And our tendency can be to want to be selfish about it and do, well, I'm just going to do it this way. When maybe for, for the other person, that's actually not a very loving way. Like they can't even receive love that way. Right. Which, you know, you could talk about when it comes to people, we could talk about the, you know, the five love languages and oh, that's what I was going to yes, say. That the way people love languages. Yeah. So helpful because mm-hmm. and at Will's love language is acts of service. He is so great about mm-hmm. doing things for me and like yeah. dishes, but that's not what I like. My right. love language is to receive and what you receive and give can be different. My love yes. language is words of affirmation and yes. he's in a few words. So that's something yes. we've worked on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And it's like, we can, we can all learn, you know, we can all, I always, I, I tell Matt, I'm like, you know, my, my love languages are physical affection and words of affirmation. And I go down the whole list of them off. I was like, and he's like, oh my gosh, you're telling me you're high maintenance. I was like, no, I'm so easy to love because it's all the things. <laughs> I'll take any, I'll take, I'll take all of them, but, um, you know, but, but it is and, and having those conversations and communicating, totally. you know, it, it's not fair to be frustrated that Will's over here doing all these acts of service. And he thinks that he's loving me as best as he can. Whenever I don't communicate, like, I don't really right. care if you do the dishes, right. make it do that. I'll do it. I don't, I don't mind to do dishes, but sure. so we have to communicate. And I, yeah. I'm a believer too, that you can't communicate enough. Say it once. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and unmet expectations or I'm sorry, unexpressed expectations lead to frustrations. Like we just talked about that yesterday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, it, it's true. It's like, I, I think about that all the time that, you know, I, so I got coached on this because it's like, if I am not, um, don't think that as coaches don't also get coached. We do. And you didn't realize it. Until <laughs> no, we, we no. Like it's funny. The things that you don't realize, Oh wait, there was this expectation that I was not vocalizing. So how can I expect someone to meet an expectation if they don't know? Right. No, Maria says she should have known. Like, yeah. How would you know if you right? If you know. Remember, you don't know what you don't know. So you just totally. Think about totally. So it's so important, you know, to as in this journey of life of coming out of ourselves, right? Where we do, you know, it's like okay, we're aware that our more primal instinct is to think first of ourselves. Okay, now we're aware, so we can do something about it. And, and you think now, first, like a, if you go through yes. that journey, like, like a two-year-old, you know, they're playing with toys and they grab them and they're like mine. This is yes. Mine. <laughs> So let's kind of go through that journey of life that we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, when you're a kid, there, there is that everything's mine, right? There is that natural, like and all the cookies for myself. And we try to start to teach, to share right. from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But the natural tendency is me first. Who wants the first? I want to be first all for me. Mm-hmm. And so we start hopefully to teach very young, um, right. some better than others. And some kids receive it better than others. Right. And <laughs> You know, I think really, I think it starts once you hit adulthood of the journey to really come out of self. And yeah. I think I gifted us this beautiful opportunity through the natural progression that most people have. Again, not mm-hmm. all, but yeah. And it also doesn't mean if your journey is different that you can't still grow in that process. We want to right. stress that too, because no matter where you are, there is a journey for coming out of yourself. Like that, that's the point, right? Is to become who God created us to be and to become the best version of ourselves. Right. And so no matter where you are in that, you can still come through this whole journey, but we want to talk about kind of the, the more like, um, on average one. <laughs> on average, yeah. Like, so most people in life get married, whether mm-hmm. it's at 20 mm-hmm. or 40, most people do. Mm-hmm. And I think that we have to really shift the way we look at marriage. We look at it as, um, 
what is he going to do for me? But it should be marriage should be 100% giving from both of you all the time. And the goal is to give, to die to self, to think of the other first and, and giving up your life for another, that is the whole goal to come out of oneself. Right. Yeah. And if you're both doing that and both serving each other, well, yes. you will not have the perfect, but you'll have a beautiful marriage. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so interesting too, like, because there is a tendency to be selfish and it's interesting, this process, I think, of, you know, when you're dating, you are starting to come out of that a little bit, although more often it can be a little bit more running on hormones that makes it easier, you know, and engage you're, you're usually, it's so funny because the number of people that I've talked to where they're like, we love date or we like dating. We hated to be engagement and we love being married. And, um, and so they're like, you know, in engagement, there is more that invitation, right. To come out of yourself as you're going deeper with things. And then in marriage, even more, you know, more selflessness, more like having to think of the other person. And then as kids come along, even more selflessness, right? And it's like each step is this process of, of really like a selfless, like uh, coming out of ourselves. And which giving. Is the image. Yeah. And giving and serving and loving. Yeah, and- you give everything to your kids. You give yeah. them your sleep. You give them your, I mean, they're puking and pooping and spitting up on you and, right. and you get nothing in return for years, except for those sweet little cuddles. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, truly it's, it's, Motherhood is thankless. And I think yeah. that's where as a culture, the culture tells us to be self-focused. Well, they don't make, he doesn't make me happy anymore. My kids don't pay attention to me or me, me, me. And so that's not what God wants for us. He wants us to get out of self. I mean, think yeah. about it. We take selfies. We have iPhones. I, yeah. I mean, so <laughs> it's I, 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 which is not, not besides, you know, not beyond me catch that. It's not just a coincidence, but you know, really that goal of children does bring you so out of yourself. And I tease that, gosh, I must've been really selfish because God sent me a lot of kids and I don't have any time to look in the mirror, but it's okay. You know, God knows what we need and we all need different things in our life. All is different for everyone, but I can tell you with a big family, there's Mm -hmm. not a whole lot of time to even think about yourself. And and it's, to, you know, you don't want to go to a fault. Right. A- and again, there is the balance with everything. It doesn't mean that you completely neglect yourself. It doesn't mean that you forget about yourself, right? Because there, there's always that aspect that we still have our God-given agency and our autonomy, you know, that we do have a responsibility. And to be able, you yes. have to fill your cup in order to give. Totally. I think we, most people have the tendency to be so self-focused that they're not worried about anyone else's good. Right. Right. So, exactly. you know, that's, that's our, just our progress. And then hopefully one day, God willing, we'll have grandkids and you'll just have more people to love and more people to right. serve, more people <laughs> to give, you know? Um, so just that natural progression of life, I think shows yeah. us a, an easy path to die yeah. to self Yes, in a way that is fruitful for others. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so then the, um, oh yeah, that's this is, uh, okay. This is funny. Tell, tell that story. Yeah. This is a funny story. So my parents have been married. 45 years, I think. Yeah. 45 years this year. And gosh, I swear for the first 30 years of their marriage, my dad would make my mom a birthday cake every year. He's like, that's good. I'm going to do from the day we get married. I'm always making our birthday cake, which is really, really sweet. Right. And, um, he wants to home make it. He doesn't want it to be store-bought. He wants it to be her favorite for 30 years. He made her a yellow cake with chocolate icing because he, that's his favorite. And finally, after 30 years, my mom said, 
why do you make me yellow cake with chocolate icing? I don't even like yellow cake. <laughs> He's like, well, it's our favorite. She's like, no, it's your favorite. My favorite <laughs> is chocolate cake with chocolate icing. And you know, it's, it's so interesting. I mean, it's funny. Right. We laugh about it. We tease my dad it's about hilarious. it. So for the past 15 years, he's gotten it right. Chocolate cake, right. chocolate icing. And we tease about it. He's like, I'm going to get your yellow cake, you know, but it, it <laughs> is the natural progression of like, yeah. we project like, like you said, mm-hmm. I'm not going to call my dear friend that likes uh, to go shopping and print, print around and, and isn't an athlete and ask right. her to go run on her birthday. Right. Right. That's not what she likes to do. And and we, we all do that, but um, we think we know what other people would like based off of our own desires. So really challenging yeah. us to really see the mm-hmm. other and mm-hmm. see what they love and what they like and what yeah. their desires are. And, and to even ask like, what makes your heart sing? Yeah. Yeah. It's so good to just issue that coming out of self and really taking time to see and notice those people around us, right? Especially the people in our lives who we do love, like noticing what does make them happy, you know, watch and observe, you know, what does, um, you know, really becoming a student of the people in your life who you love, whether it's your spouse or your significant other, your children, you know, your parents, your family, like your family, you know, your good friends, just really looking and paying attention. What makes them light up? You know, yeah. what, what can you tell like, oh, that brought joy to them. I saw the way that they like, that they responded to that, you know? And then when you know that, then you can do more of that. And that way you're both getting to give them something that, you know, that they'll be loved in. And you're also, and they're actually able to receive it. And it's helping you to become more selfless and more other aware because the temptation, you know, we do, we do that tendency towards ourselves. And something that actually Matt and I pray a lot for is, is to really be, um, like, uh, God aware, each other aware and others aware so that we're able to, you know, and, and self-aware as well. And we've, we've been praying for those four things of really like, we want that self-awareness, you know, to know, okay, wow, wow. Where are the areas that, you know, that I'm missing that I'm so focused on myself. Yeah, right? Cause you can't change what you don't know. Totally. And then, you know, okay. Am I aware of where God is in my life throughout my day? You know, not just that one day in the morning, but like all throughout my day. And then each other, you know, are we actually seeing each other? How Kate was talking about like with her mom and dad, <laughs> you know, are we getting each other that vanilla cake with chocolate icing, you know, rather yeah. than chocolate chocolate that they might want or, um, you know, and then others where those around us, right. Are we seeing them? So I love how I, when MK, when we're on the phone and you're at the grocery store and you're, you know, the names of the people that are working there at the grocery, you're like, Hey, so-and-so, how are you doing? Oh, oh yeah. Frank, give Frank a shout out. Happy yes. birthday. June 13th, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just again, where it's like, is there a space where, where are we seeing, are we seeing those around us? You know, it's yeah. such a, it's such a precious gift and it pulls us out of ourselves and, you know, it's a gift both to the giver and to the receiver. So that's what we got for you today, y'all. So we want you to dive in and see, you know, what do those that you love, love and not necessarily what do I love for them, but just to really try to see people in, in all of their favorite things to make them feel so seen and known and loved and heard. Those are, that's it. If you can make people feel seen, known, loved, and heard, you are doing awesome. So oh, good. We're super excited about our episode next week. We have yep. Carolyn Call from Just Ingredients. If yeah, you don't know her, so good. her out, she's taught us a lot. We both are big fans. So we're super pumped about that. And you all have a wonderful week. Water your grass by loving on some on someone else in a way, the way that they <laughs> correct. And we'll see you next week on Girl Water Your Grass. Yeah.